Good day. Welcome and thank you for listening to another episode of Be Lifted with Pastor Todd A. Brown. Um, today I just wanted to kind of talk with you and share some thoughts on uh, dealing with no, especially when that no comes from the Lord. You know, there are times, uh, my friends, when God says no to us, says no to our requests, and when he does say no, I've discovered this. He does not need to give us a reason for his, what we would think is a negative response. You know, he does not owe us a rebuttal. He's not required to present us with an abstract detailing of why he has said no, and he's not going to submit a synopsis of why our request has been rejected. When God says no, he means no. It's almost like a loving and caring parent. There are times when God hears the cry of his children and his desire is to bless them or to bless us. But his answer to the request is no. The problem is when he does say no, we need to learn how to act and not go throwing a temper tantrum and stomping off up to our room uh, like it's the end of the world. Let me give you some encouragement from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. This says, and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for me. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That was Paul's response to God's no. Yes, God does say no. But we don't know how to act when he does. But how should we respond when the Lord says no? Because I know that's the question that's just burning on your heart right now. Like, come on, man, get to the point. First of all, we should respond with gratefulness. Because his answer of no actually protects us from the sin of human pride. God is so awesome that he can make the devil bless you. Here's how it works. In this passage, Satan is allowed to buffet the apostle Paul. You know, which um, comes from the Greek, the Greek word um, kalafzo. It is in the present tense active voice and subjunctive mood. In other words, it means to punch with the fist over and over again, like a bully bludgeoning on you and you can't get away. In short, the Lord lets the enemy just have at you from time to time. Now, that's kind of crazy. It sounds kind of, you know, like, really? Now, here's the million dollar question. Why would a good, kind and merciful, gracious God let Satan have a season with you? Here's the secret that's going to bless you like crazy. God knows that wounded children stay close to their father. Think about it. Every time that a child gets hurt, who do they run to? Their parents. When a child is scared, who do they run to? They run to their parents. And the reality is God loves having you in his arms. And so pride can poison because think about it. When pride steps up, you know, oh, I'm grown now. What do we do? 
we distance ourselves more and more at times from the ones who love us. It's the same thing spiritually. It is the sin of the heart that, you know, when we talk about pride, it is the sin of the heart that makes you think that you can do it without God. But the Lord has a way of fixing pride because truthfully, God detests it. Our God makes the devil bless you by permitting an attack that brings you so close to him that you end up in the Lord's arms. So when the Lord says, no, you should be grateful because what he is really saying is, I want you closer to me. <laughs> Secondly, we should respond with gratitude because his answer of no prevents us from leaning towards human provision and presses us towards divine portions. If you have ever received an answer of no from God, this should make your heart glad. God said no to you because the human provision that you wanted was not good enough for the divine provision that was on the way because nobody can bless you like the Lord can. Paul prays three times, three, that's a lot for one thing. And the Lord does not do it. That's like a kid asking, can I go outside? Can I go outside? Can I go outside? And every time you said no, God does not heal him. God does not fix it. In short, God says no. But there's a method to what appears to be total madness given in this text. While God is saying no to what is temporary for you, he is saying yes to that which is eternal that will keep you forever. Here's the discovery that takes place in the passage, and it is enough to make anyone with common sense say, thank you, Jesus. When God says no, it is because he has a divine portion of grace. That's his unmerited favor for you. That is not like anything you've ever encountered. Now, all of us have encountered the unmerited favor of God that we call grace. But when the Lord gives you this grace, you celebrate the fact that when you couldn't, God could. Or when you can't, God can. You shout about the fact that when you didn't do it, God did it for you. And when you could not go any further, the Lord carried you all of the way. Lastly, my friends, we should respond with a shout of glory a praise in our heart, and a pep in our step because that's what God gets when we praise him through the pain. There are three, three ways to rejoice as a believer in Jesus Christ. First, you can rejoice over what the Lord has already seen you through. If you are like most, God has already done some wonderful things for you. And when you think about them, they make you say, praise the Lord, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Secondly, you can rejoice over the things the Lord has kept you from. And lastly, you can rejoice over the fact that God has, prop, has propped you up right now. That's what Paul is giving God glory for in the passage. He says, I would rather glory in my infirmities because when I am weak, then I am strong. Simply put, God's proper, propping me up while I'm struggling with this thing. That's good news. This portion of the passage should read actually like this. You can look at me right now and see what the glory of God looks like because his strength has me propped up. He's become my support beam. <laughs> People that are propped up but in pain give God more glory and praise while they are in public. Glory happens whenever God is most visible and you can't help but see God in a season of your life when you know that it was nobody but Jesus seeing you through. 
Here's a great devotional question to ask. When was the last time the Lord had to prop you up? What was your shout like then? Was your praise filled with gratitude? Was it filled with glory? What about thanksgiving? When God says no, it is not all bad because what comes from his no is a yes from you that you didn't know you had in the first place. You've just been lifted. Now go be great and let the Lord prop you up all day long. And beloved, if you're ever in the Orangeburg, South Carolina area, why don't you stop by and come see me at New Mount Zion Baptist Church where we're developing kingdom ambassadors. Once again, thank you for listening to Be Lifted with Pastor Todd A. Brown.